Welcome everyone to this week's edition of Tricky Kid Radio. I'm your host, Roy Turner. Excited to bring you the queen of cosplay, Joni Brosis, as our special guest this week. Uh, we have a lot of great fun uh, talking about cosplay and everything uh, a part of that culture. And we're doing it live from the Quarter Lounge, this amazing retro arcade uh, right outside between Dallas and Fort Worth in a town called Bedford, Texas. Uh, a lot of great retro stuff here, uh, old consoles and everything else. So the perfect setting for the, the show this week. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of Tricky Kid Radio. I am your host, Roy Turner. Joining me this week is cosplay extraordinaire, my co-host, Ashlyn Starbuck. Ashlyn, welcome to Tricky Kid Radio. Thank you. Thank you. Now, Ashlyn, you're from Amarillo, right? Yes, sir. Okay, so you had probably one of, if not the most impressive cosplay lineups I've ever seen in my entire life uh, was two weeks ago at the Dallas Comic-Con Fan Days in Irving. Tell our listeners what your lineup was. Um, I I brought um, Satana and the X-Force Psylocke um, yes. to the con. Um, I actually, on Saturday, I started out with Satana. Um, I was there for about an hour with her yeah. and wasn't feeling it. So <laughs> I was like, I, I, I need my Psylocke. So I actually went back. Um, change, finish out Saturday night um, with her, and then run her back Sunday. So. Does that happen sometimes? Do you ever, like, I mean, like, you know, obviously I'm a DJ, so, like, whenever I'm kind of rocking a crowd, and I think that I'm just kicking so much, you know, ass <laughs> that, uh, but the crowd's not feeling it, I have to change up my, my set. Does that happen often with cosplay? Um, yeah, I definitely, I have to feel and know the character. For I'm sure, doing, for sure. And I'm not as familiar with Santana, um, so I think... I think I was just, I, I, I wasn't in it. I wasn't feeling it. And I, I just, I need my dialogue. I have three different versions of her. So yeah, I, I'm comfortable with her and I have, I have a lot of confidence with it. So. Well, you know, but it, it worked out because I mean, that's, that's actually like why we're here because again, I, you know, I, I heard this before. I was so impressed by your Psylocke. It was so fierce. You have such a striking look and you guys will be able to see, uh, of course, pictures whenever we, uh, uh, I'll, I'll send you guys a link, and I'll be posting links to uh, to Ashley on social media. There'll be pictures that some original pictures we're going to be taking, uh, and have taken also from the con on uh, at trickykid.com. But I went the wrong way down an escalator <laughs> on purpose because I was like the girl with the katana. It was just you. It killed it. You you murdered that that con. Do you feel like that was your best con yet? Yeah, I think so. And, and, and besides how unbelievably profound. Profoundly amazing you look. What what was it that made it so perfect for you? Um, it was actually the first con I went to initially going on my own. Right. I've always tagged along and kind of shadowed someone. Got it. And it was kind of my first, uh, here you go. You're on your own, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it was honestly a little terrifying at first. Um, parking and walking, I was like, oh my goodness, I can't, I can't do this. And I got in there and... All of that, all of that was gone. I'm like, this, this is why I do this. This is why I do this. No, I'm here, so. absolutely. I said when I when I saw you, I said we were coming down, and you had that katana, you had that look. The, <laughs> you couldn't you couldn't fake that walk. You had this walk that was kind of like you know how John Travolta and Saturday Night Fever is just kind of like there was this. It was almost like music was playing. Around. It was like get out of her way, and it, <laughs> and then I was so thrilled to be able to get that unbelievable shot. Uh, with you and uh, our friend Star, uh, she was a Dragon Ball Z, and I had the, I you know, I had a vision for it. I and I, 
be able to see it come to fruition. You holding the katana about to <laughs> deliver the fatal blow, and she does the up kick. I mean, it, it's that a, was a blast. That was was that blast. not was fun. <laughs> so fun? And you know, and that, that for me, I got to tell you, you know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, I want to talk about how you got into cosplay, and I'll talk about how what introduced me to it as well. Uh, I, I want to mention also uh, our special guest uh, this week is. Like the queen of cosplay is Joni Brosis uh, from Salt Lake City, Utah, who is uh, one of the most talented, most unbelievably just, you know, I used the word profound a while ago. I don't want to keep using that, but it would, it would, it, you know, it's, it would apply to you and it, and it certainly applies to her as, as well. It's just somebody that has elevated what cosplay could be, you know. And that's kind of what this episode is about, is I want to be able to, you know, we want to tell the cosplay this for everybody. Uh, and again, you know, we talked about this a while ago, it also seems to, to be a, a way that people think to say that is to not to exclude certain people, meaning it, it's almost like intended to say that those that may not be as confident or may not have the, you know, the right skills or, or, or the right, you know, what would they think is the right body type, it's for everybody. But it's also not meant to exclude, you know, people that are also exceptionally good looking. And if they want to do a sexier cosplay uh, or they or that's what's going to take that or the character demands it, you know, that we can't exclude those people either. I mean, I mean it's like we, we coddle one thing, but we have to be accepting of all, you know. Exactly. Um, so what was your introduction to cosplay? Like what, what where did it go from wearing something at a midnight showing at Harry Potter to being something you really were passionate about? Um, I kind of, I kind of watched some other friends. Um, I got to see a lot of pictures and I gave them a lot of crap actually, <laughs> but it was kind it's of, it's an easy target, kind of, isn't it? It was kind of the, I hate you because I want to be doing this. <laughs> really? Okay. Okay. And that, that's kind of, it was kind of a jealous thing at first. And, um, but I never felt that I was on the level enough to be able to do it. Okay. And finally, I just got drugged along, and it was it was the best thing, and I've been addicted ever since. So. Okay, so what, <laughs> so what were you jealous about? Like, what, like when you first... Um, just the fact that they had somewhere to dress up and go to. <laughs> and you didn't have to, they weren't having to no. wait until Halloween. You know, with Halloween exactly. coming up, everyone's cosplaying, but you guys get to do it all year round or whenever you feel like it. Yes. And so, Love playing dress up. <laughs> that's right. So, okay, so it's the desire to dress up. Okay, mm -hmm. but but what else? I mean, like, what goes into choosing which character? Is it your body type? Is it your taste? What goes into it? Um, I think a little bit of both. For me, um, I I I have to connect with the character. Right. Sure. Um, regardless of that character's body type, I mean, granted, you can pick a character that has your body type and it'd be easier, or whatever. But realistically, regardless of the body type, you connect with that character. You. The art of it is really combining you with the character. Right. You know, not just duplicating the character and, I mean, we've all seen the character. Sure. But what can you bring to the character and what, I mean, fuse the two. Sure. Really fuse the two. And sure. It's, that's a good point. It's, because, it's fun. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a great point because I had seen Psylocke before, but nothing like what you did. I mean, like, like what you brought to that was nothing, was stunning. You looked amazing. You looked hot. You looked you were that character, you know, but it's not about just being hot. I'm saying like, it was just, it was, it was, it popped. You were that character. So you can say on one hand that, you know, that it makes you, it does make you feel, you know, let's say sexy or confident or it's fun to play dress up. But 
you just somehow became that character. Like when I didn't see somebody throwing on a ghost sheet, going, you know what I mean, about to go knock on the door, you know, door door to do Halloween. I saw somebody that was like movie grade, ready to not only were you able to look the part, you were carrying the part. I felt fierce. <laughs> that, I felt fierce. It was it was it was unbelievable. I mean, it was like you could just feel it, just being near it. Like I said, I mean, I, I noticed it, and I was eight feet in the air above you, and I was like, okay, whatever. Like Jimi Hendrix says, I'd let me just stand next to your fire. Okay, I mean, I just want to be near it. Um, well, my introduction, actually, this is why I wanted to have Joni on here. You'll you'll hear listeners will hear this story um, during uh, whenever we bring you the the, uh, the Joni interview here in a second, which I'm so excited to bring you because she's so, so amazing, she's so awesome. Was I was in uh, in Utah. Uh, we were covering the Salt Lake City. I'm sorry, the uh, the Sundance Film Festival, which is a, a big deal. And I got invited to stick around for the Salt Lake City Comic Con, and I did that because. Uh, you know, I like nerdy stuff, but I'd never been to Comic-Con before, you know, but I read comics as a kid, and I thought it'd be fun. And I went, had the best time ever, and uh, and that's where I met Joni, like I said, and you'll you'll hear this, I don't want to give too much of it away, but when I got there, uh, like, Joni and her friend Megan were over, like, over here, and I thought the Beatles had arrived. Like, the buzz, kind of like, like when I saw you, but I'm not kidding, it was this, this, you know, this, this rumble was happening. Like, I was like, what is going on over there? I got to, you know, nothing draws a crowd like a crowd. And I went over there and she was dressed as Laura Croft. And I think her friend Megan was dressed as a Captain America. And again, to me at that point, I didn't even, the word cosplay wasn't even in my binocular. I didn't know what that, that I would not have known what that word meant. To me, uh, like we're talking about, it's kind of an easy target. You know, when we heard the movie theater and then you see these geeks lining up, and like, oh, is there a new Star Wars movie out? You know, it's an easy target. Uh, I'm not one of those people, you know, that says that. I would have been in the line going to see Star Wars, right? But but to me, that's kind of what I always kind of equated it with. And I was like, whoa, like, this is not, this has become something completely different. And uh, and so while I was there, actually, I the people that do the Star Wars Celebration were there, and they invited me to come to Star Wars Celebration in Anaheim that year. Joni was there. And I had the greatest time. But even the funnier thing was, was that I got more traffic or, or the show was seen and heard more, not from the Sundance freaking film festival, but for the Salt Lake City Comic Con, which I do understand is one of, one of the bigger ones and obviously the Star Wars celebration. But that was my introduction. And so I was like, why well, I wanted to have Joni on the show, because uh, in my opinion, I... Now, in the year and a half since, I've been all over, you know, I've been to, I've been to New York Comic Con, uh, all of the ones in Dallas, um, San Diego Comic Con, and uh, I don't know if I, you know, if I had to have a, a Mount Rushmore of, of the cosplayers that I've met, they've all been wonderful, and not to exclude anybody, but I, I, I don't know if I've seen anybody that, um, that's, you know, there's about two or three of them uh, uh, that I've met, and she is certainly one of them. And you are another one. So that was why I'm so excited to have you on to do this episode with me this week. So uh, so let's talk a little bit more about you. So, so, you know, when we talk about, like, how it started, uh, about, like, you know, what goes into choosing a character, uh, you know, there's going to be certain resources that you are going to have. You know, I mean, you, you know you're attractive, you know, you're, you're and all that. So there's going to be certain advantages that you are going to have 
Uh, not that's not to exclude anybody else. Anybody can be Harley Quinn. Anybody can be whatever. But uh, like Joni, Joni really likes to do uh, a very sexualized. Uh, not always, but but she's not going to close the door on that. And, and neither are you because it's because it and because it's so fun, right? It you know, and all not to mention being photogenic. Uh, but so when you like to do more of a a sexier cosplay, what is your inspiration behind that? Um, with me, it's, with me, it's a lot of pushing my own, um, honestly, my own comfort zone. Um, okay. I, I, I have been very, very slow to step out of it, um, and anymore, anything that can help push me, and it, in the end, it just, it instills more confidence in me at the end of it anyway. Um, so, trying to find some way to still, I like to... I, don't, I like to be creative with the sexy. Sure. And I, I view it as a challenge. Well, you know, and I love hearing you say that too, because same thing like I said with Joni, is that to sit across from you, you wouldn't think that, like, like you have brought, you know what I mean? I mean, you know, it's, it's, you're it, it's so stunning that it's ridiculous, but that's what I want to tell people out there, that, that even you, everybody has insecurities. Everybody has things to overcome, you know? Oh, yeah. What, what were some of the things that you had to overcome? Um, I personally have had two kids. Um, there's a lot of, a lot of things with that that comes with, you know, body image and, sure. um, I'm, you know, standing up next to a 20 year old that hasn't had kids and right. I, in my head, I'm going through, okay, I, I, I have this and this and this going on and I need to make sure that, you know, I stand the right way right. and, um. Cause you're aware, are you aware of it? Like, oh yeah, yeah I'm like aware, of it. aware of it. Wait, more than anyone else will ever notice. Right? <laughs> I think it might go for everybody, but but, yeah. but but specifically when you're knowing that you're going to be taking three thousand photographs, because I I would imagine you couldn't t take five feet without somebody wanting a picture with you, right? Those cons. I mean, were Not you mobbed? You were mobbed, right? Pretty much. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, and yeah, I was ready to kidnap you. I was just like, uh, <laughs> I, 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 if anybody had tried to interrupt me taking taking that picture, it would I would have used your sword on them to to get them. Far away, you know. Uh, Star was the same way. She was Captain America. I don't know if you saw her, Captain America. Uh, yeah, we couldn't, we couldn't walk five feet. I mean, it was, you know. So I, I was exactly. like, I go, I go. Hey, you know, you're doing right when you can't take two steps without somebody wanting your picture. Yeah, you know. Exactly. And it wasn't just guys, right? It wasn't just like you know thirsty dudes that were trying to get <laughs> near you. It was, you know, girls of all ages, right? That were that admiring you, that you I were had, inspiring. I had, I had kids. I had. Um, I had the ladies, the guys, pretty much, pretty much anyone, really. Right. Um, Mom, dad, grandma, the whole bit. Whatever. And isn't that, isn't it rewarding for you? It is. Um, it, there's a whole lot of work that goes into, into my cosplays. Um, a lot of work, a lot of time, um, a lot of sleep deprivation. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, to get, to get that kind of feedback, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely a positive thing. And sure. It makes me, it makes me. Not so much feel it as worth it because I do it anyway right, right. without the attention, but um, it's just honestly the kids are the most fun um, seeing them because you to them you are the character, mm -hmm. and so it's not oh look at her costume it's it's Psylocke. Yeah, it it's is. It, right in front of me. Right in so, front of me. It's 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 fun, and then you know the adults the compliments you get. Um, it's just. It's encouraging. It's very For encouraging sure. and a big push to keep going. So. 
But do you think that you're in a position now? Every time. Um, I want to improve. Um, there are those that are just, you know, doing it because they want to dress up and have fun, and that's great. That's fun, right. But it's, it's real, where it really separates the, the fun versus the art. Okay. Um, that, that's well said. That's what I wanted to That's really good. Continue but, with that. Um, I don't really know what's going with that. <laughs> but, um, well, I, didn't, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. You're good. Um, no, but yeah, there's, let me get you back on track because okay. you were saying, okay, so, so I want to factor in everything here. So originality, mm-hmm. creativity, liberation, fierceness, uh, and also original, originality, but also being able to make your own thing. So if somebody is willing to, you know, has the ability to put in the work to make their own stuff and. So, are, so those for you are the requirements for you that we, even though cosplay is for everybody, but to take it to an art form, tell me what, what somebody needs to do. Um, I really, I really feel like it's uh, basically everything that you, everything you just said, doing, doing your own work. Um, I, I won't, I won't hate on any cosplayer regardless of, not, of, of if you internet ordered your, your cosplay or whatever, but it. You categorize yourself by what how much you put into it, right. and so you can't you can't expect someone that you know just goes to the Halloween store and buys sexy nurse to right. be on on par with you know the nurse version of Harley Quinn sexualized and right. that's you know spent hours sewing. There, I have I have more artistic respect sure. for for those sure. people. Um, just because, you know, like I said, I understand how much work goes right. into it. And, um, and, and then there's also a lot of pride when you go to wear what you just created. Right. That's, so, that's good. That's good. Um, but like you said, you're not offended that it's sexual, sexy or sexualized. You're just offended that it, there was no effort made. So mm-hmm. effort, pride, all these things. I mean, isn't that isn't that like what we all aspire to be as human beings? So that's why it's not a coincidence that when I, I, I meet these cosplayers, they're always these amazing people like you. You know what I mean? They're just these hardworking, ambitious, creative people. And if, you know, some have certain comfort levels and then some that are just ready to to be as liberated as, as they want to be. And, and, of course, like you said, baby steps because we all have insecurities, you know, to overcome, you know. And, and I'm excited for everybody to see your Goblin Queen because it's going to <laughs> kill. Are you, tell me how excited you are about that. Um. I'm I'm a little bit nervous, but I'm I'm more excited than anything. But that's that's part of the fun, though, right? Yes. If, if you yes. weren't if you weren't nervous, then would that be you know, it really wouldn't have it there. No. All right. So uh, so now I'm going to bring you uh, the song of the week. Uh, this song of the week this week is from Dallas's "In Memory of Man," and the new song is called "Broke Down and Left for Dead." Uh, you mentioned earlier about how when you sing, you like sing loudly in the car. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm going to tell you a, a brief little story when we come back from, from this little song here. So, again, this is In Memory of Man, uh, the first single off their new album. This is Broke Down and Left for Dead. So.
I would imagine you probably would be a pretty good singer because you have a great speaking voice. So, um, anyway, and so I, uh, I, uh, uh, anyway, and so I, uh, I wanted to tell you something really funny was that, okay, so in memory of man, so I'm going to tie it all together here. In memory of man is performing this weekend. And I wanted to tell you all about this. Um, and we're going to have Joni Brosis, the, the queen of cosplay coming up here. But uh, they're doing this Halloween show, okay, where all the bands are going to be cosplaying <laughs> as other bands. Do you understand? Yes. And, and, and not, like, performing, like, their own music. So, again, they're going to be cosplaying. But, again, like I said, they're not going to be just dressing up as those bands uh, and then performing their own music. They're going to be performing that band's music as well. I am not a singer either, okay? <laughs> However, I am not new to performance. The professional DJ. I've been in bands before. Uh, I've spoken all over the world, uh, conferences and panels. But I've never got... I've never rocked the mic. Uh, and the band we're actually going to be going to be uh, cosplaying as is some friends of mine from Baltimore, a band called Clutch. And so I'm part of the extended Clutch family. So they've invited me to come up uh, on stage to do a couple of Clutch songs. Now, obviously, I know them like the back of my hand. Uh, so, uh, so that's what I want to tell everybody. So if you guys, this coming Friday and Saturday, uh, the Do For Records, uh, showcase Halloween party. It's a big deal every single year. So I look forward to it every single year. Uh, I believe there's going to be a Green Day. Uh, one band's going to be doing Green Day. I think the Spectacle is going to be doing System of a Down. Uh, Redefined is going to be doing Depeche Mode. Well, you know, wide range here. Uh, Shallon Death Squad is going to be doing Faith No More, like my favorite band. So, and then In Memory of Man is going to be doing Clutch. So stick around. Uh, I'm going to get up on the mic, and I'm going to, like I said, what I always said in high school, I'm long on balls, short on talent. So, uh, But, hey, is Iggy Pop a great singer? He's not, right? Did that ever <laughs> let it stop him from going crazy? So should be a good time. Um, I also wanted to let people know here, for, for our, our sponsors here, that are very proud sponsors that uh, to keep the lights on here, is also on Saturday. So again, again, those Newport Records shows are Friday, this Friday the 28th in Denton at the Abbey Underground, and then the 29th in Dallas at uh, at the Curtain Club. Uh, all start around eight o'clock. Um, also on Saturday the 29th, as you know, I'm a uh, my foray into the world of professional wrestling. Uh, I am on the broadcast team for IHWE Wrestling. Were, were you ever a wrestling fan? Actually, I, I watched some. I watched some. Yeah. yeah. What What are some of the people you remember? Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's been it's been a long time. It's been a long time, and I probably butcher names if I tried. So. Well, well, tell me one name you remember. Just one. Hogan. Of course. There you go. There you go. That, that's kind of that's kind of the go-to, Who right? Does it? Right. Right. Exactly. So Hulk Hogan won't be there, but I will, along with Unholy Gregory James, is going to be facing Americos in a thirty-minute Iron Man match. Uh, Christy James is going to be there. Uh, it's going to be a great, great event. It's going to be for all ages. It's going to be the Crowley Rec Center this Saturday, the 29th. Uh, and uh, tickets start at $10. It's going to be a great, great show. We're going to have costume contests. Or, you know, I guess at that level, it's still costume contests, not yeah. cosplay contests, right? <laughs> uh, candy, you know, bring the whole family. It's going to be a great, great time. Uh, a couple other proud sponsors I wanted to mention is there's a new brand of dog food out there. Do you, you have a dog, Ashley? I do. 
And uh, well, I wanted to tell you about Zooks uh, from Durango, Colorado. It's kind of like the equivalent of like how you can go to Albertsons for your own food or you go to like Whole Foods or Central Market or whatever uh, for the good stuff. Uh, Zooks would be the good stuff in the world of dog food from Durango, Colorado. Uh, so look for that on your, uh, you know, your local pet store where all pet supplies are sold. Look for Zooks dog food, the higher brand of dog food. And also our newest partner, Furniture to Go. Uh, go to trickykid.com. That's T-R-I-C-K-Y hyphen K-I-D.com. And I wanted uh, to tell you that if you go there, click on the link there. Because uh, the link there will, if you buy anything from Furniture to Go, they'll give us a, a few kickbacks there to keep our lights on uh, here at Tricky Kid Radio. Uh, and Ashley, where can they find you at on, on, on the Twitters and the social media? Um, Twitter, find me, Ashley Starbucks. Simple as that. Um, Facebook, um, again, Ashton Starbucks. And how do, how do they spell that? Um, A-S-H-L-Y-N-N, and then Starbucks, S-T-A-R-B-U-C-K. Okay. Um, same thing with Instagram. Um, either search me, Ashton Starbucks, okay. or um, Come What May Cosplay. Come What May Cosplay. Come Got what it. May Cosplay. Okay. And, of course, you can find us on Twitter at Tricky Kid and the number two. That's Tricky Kid and the number two. Obviously, again, we're at TrickyKid.com. There's a little hyphen between Tricky and Kid. Go on to Facebook, uh, and we're there under Tricky Kid Radio Podcast. Subscribe. That's the easiest way. It's free. You'll have a show just like this each and every week with people like the amazing Joni Brosis and the sensational Ashlyn Starbuck each and every week. Just type in Tricky Kid Radio, uh, and it'll come up. Click subscribe. It's always free every Thursday right there in your iTunes, Spotify. Even Android listeners can get in on it, and you all can always can stream shows like this and more. Uh, from our website. Uh, so now getting all that out of the way, it is, I feel like there should be a drum roll uh, or some type of, you know, set some dubs free because coming up next, we have the queen of cosplay, the the incomparable Joni Brosis. So, Kid Radio, cosplayer extraordinaire, Joni Brosis. Hi, guys. <laughs> And like you said, I, I mentioned to you, or I guess this would be a surprise for you, is that you know that you were, our listeners and our viewers voted you number one cosplayer in 2015. That makes me so happy, and I can't believe I haven't seen that yet. Well, I'm going to have to go see that, because that makes me so happy. Well, I will, I will, I'll make sure I will send you the link to that so that you can see that so much. Thanks. Awesome. Oh, well, Joni, thank you so much for joining us this week. Thank you. Uh, and again, like I said, I've been wanting to tell you that story for about a year and a half, because like I said, I was like, every time I come to one of these and I get so successful, I was like, Joni Bros. is like, I've got oh, very, very good. I almost gave up, but I was like, you know what? This is my first time in Dallas. I'm like, I have to be here. So uh, I was flying standby, and right. um, I was stuck in Salt Lake City. I started at 7 in the morning, and I um, I got bumped off the flight for a flight. Like, sorry, this one's full. Sorry, this one's full. I this know, it's flight for sure. I'm like, no. I'm like, okay, fine. All right. So I finally got on a plane, and I got to Denver. That's the, your middle middle part. And so I was stuck in Denver for like seven hours. I missed like four or five more flights. <laughs> and they're like, nope, you can't get on this one. Nope. And so I actually made a friend there, which was really nice. He's like, you had a rough day. I'm going to buy you a beer. Well, there so. you go. I was in there for like 12 hours. <laughs> yeah, so it was, oh, God. Well, I used to fly standby like that, too. Oh. And doing, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a, I'm a professional DJ, and yeah. my background is in the music industry. Mm-hmm. And so I would do that. I'd have to fly everywhere, and I would have to do that. I'd have to do gigs in Vegas where I'm for, like, money. And when you're on a time schedule, it's just like, 
Okay, probably shouldn't do this next time. Well, if I had known, I'd heard about it, mm -hmm. and I was like, I was, if I'd seen it, I would just sit here quickly and just look at Southwest. Right. I, I, all right. Just, I've, you know, I've never had that problem. Like, I've been able to get on every really? single one okay. of them, and this is the first time I've missed, like, Five in a row. I think it was just the day I picked. It was the well, first day of travel. <laughs> well, again, this is your first time in Dallas, too, right? It is, yeah. Uh, so personal I'm, and professional? Or, uh, um, both, yeah. yeah. I've, I've never been here. I think I've maybe passed through here or something, okay. but I've never actually like been here. The closest I've been is I used to live in Alabama. That was okay. close. Yeah, but kind of. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the people who have been to the South, they, they, that would seem close, right? Right, sure. yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I wanted to mention something kind of funny. I mentioned it earlier whenever we were talking, was it? Uh, the one thing that you don't know is that, okay, so not this year, but last year, I was uh, in Utah, Park City, covering mm -hmm. the, uh, the Sundance Film Festival, right? Yeah. And then the corresponding Slam Dance Film Festival. Oh, cool. There's, they have, there's another independent film festival that runs concurrent to Sundance, mm -hmm. okay? And I was doing it, and uh, I got invited by the people that do the Star Wars uh, uh, celebration. Oh, okay. Okay, so they invited me. They were like, hey, why don't you stick around? Because they were, they were there. And they were like, why don't you stick around? There's going to be the Salt Lake City Comic Con. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of like, you know, nerdy, so yeah, 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 tattoos, yeah. Mm -hmm. right? But I wasn't aware of, like, the phenomenon that has become the Comic Con. Oh, yeah, okay? yeah, it's a big thing now. Right. <laughs> so to me, what cosplay was, and to what just, you know, was Basically, people just dressing up in for the midnight show in Harry Potter. You know yeah, I mean? of course. Okay. Yeah, you know, just put on a robe, you're good. Mm -hmm. And you, and I think your friend, your friend Megan, yeah. was there. Okay, we'll give a shout out to. to, to Megan Golden. Okay. Oh yeah, she's my best friend. We'll so. give her a plug. Okay. Yeah, we, we we match all the time. She's so much fun. That's <laughs> awesome. Well, so there was like this buzz, like I thought the Beatles had arrived. Like I was just like, it was, it was, I was like, what is going on? And mm -hmm. I went up there, and I think you like Laura Croft, I yeah. think. Yes. <laughs> okay, and uh, I forget what character she was. Uh, uh, regardless, what I was saying was, was it? So anyway, I was like, okay, so this is a thing now. Like mm -hmm. this isn't just like cosplay is for everyone, of course. And I appreciate yeah. you, 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 you preaching that. Uh, but I didn't realize the people that had raised it to such a art form. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So what I wanted to think was, I'm actually grateful to you because here's the deal: because of the coverage that I did. Mm -hmm. We got more traffic, more stuff than Sundance. Like, right. our, like, like our coverage of yeah. Sundance and our mm -hmm. coverage of the Salt Lake City Comic Con, which yeah. I understand is kind of one of the bigger ones in the country. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so it was like, so thanks to you. So I, I mean, I'm in debt to you, actually. <laughs> uh, so because of that, I was like, not just to get you know traffic for the website, I had mm -hmm. the best time. I had so much fun. Yeah, so yeah. since then, you know, I, I DJed like an Acon, festival that kind of stuff like mm -hmm. you know but didn't really know too much about it so mm -hmm. but it was funny so when I got home I was telling people about you and Megan and a few other wonderful mm -hmm. people because you also were so nice and so cool and then it seemed like that you were popular they just exploded like yeah. just within that same time frame it's crazy how much like one show can change a lot for you because it's sometimes there, there's a lot of fans in whatever state you're in and right. they just kind of latch onto them like oh I love this and then they, they just go crazy so you, you just never know that's why I like to travel and make new friends everywhere absolutely <laughs> well our fan base and our listeners and radio voted you number one cosplayer last year we had a top oh, 10 really? list I don't know if you got it I okay. didn't see that okay <laughs> so you were ranked number one uh, that's so cool and that was and that was what was so neat about it is again Cosplays for everybody, but for you to kind of elevate it, uh, you know, being very instrumental, be you know, inspirational to people. I try, I really try. 
So I, I always try to keep that in mind of, you know, I have to keep pushing through and I have to overcome these things so that I can help others overcome them. Well, for, for sure. So it's, it's, it's rough, but um, like even for me, like I, I just recently came out with like my scars. I have like really bad scarring. Yeah. And um, it's something that I, I'd struggled with forever. Like sure. I had them photoshopped out of all my pictures. Right. Like I hated them. But um, when you re meet the right people that encourage you enough to make you comfortable with yourself, you're like, I want to be like that person. So I'm going to be okay with them. That's right. So maybe other people will see them like, oh, I'm going to be okay with them, and I'm going to be that. And it's kind of like, um, I don't know, it's just sharing happiness and just sharing encouragement. So it, it just passes it on. It's, it's contagious. <laughs> but see, here's also what I like about that, too, is that, okay, you know you're attractive. You know that, okay? And so for people, <laughs> you know, but I'm saying that, like, for people out there that, that want to do cosplay, they may think that they have to be a certain level of, of whatever they think is unattainable in terms of being attractive. Yeah, like I have to look like a Barbie doll, or I have to look like right. this, or I, I want to look like this, and I don't look like this, so I can't do this. So that's why I, I mention that, because I think it's very important that for somebody that is this profoundly attractive to be saying, no, I've got my own insecurities, oh, yeah. I've, got, I've had my own rejections, I've had my own... Like, See, what people don't realize is that I'm a good example because... They see that and they're like, oh, this girl's confident. She's never had a problem in her that's life. Right. That's right. That's what I mean. They see that and that's that's a compliment to me because I have and I've overcome it and I'm I'm a good example to see what I've overcome. I mean, people are like, oh, your body's so perfect. Like when I was a kid, I was I was called a twelve year old boy. I'm flat chested and I didn't know how to stand up straight and I was awkward all the time. Right. And I finally found a way to position myself where it's more attractive and more appealing to see. And once you understand that, I mean, curvy girls, scrawny girls, it doesn't matter. You just find out what works for your body. And you, you take that and you remember it, and then it just gets ingrained in your mind, and you keep doing that. And then people will see it, and they're like, oh, you're attractive. Just automatically, you're attractive. Right. But y it takes a lot of practice. <laughs> right. But, but it's a compliment that, that I've worked hard enough to get to get to where people don't see that I have any flaws. But I have tons. I have tons well, of course. <laughs> but the fact that you make that public, the fact that mm -hmm. you reason why your motivation to make it public is to inspire people I think it's wonderful I think it's awesome I think it's important thank you it is it's so important it's it's hard because a lot of people sometimes don't have friends out there that encourage them enough and I like I may not be able to personally be able to touch people and tell people you can do this but you know as much as I can I want to be there for people so what was your decision to come out about the uh how do you pronounce it? This they're called keloids okay um, they're part of you they are they yeah. are part of me now um my, my friend, um, she's another cosplayer, uh, Vera Bambi. Okay. Um, I met her, and she she's so sweet. I, I love her personality because she, she's kind of a lot where, where I get my inspiration from. Is okay. um, She looked at them, she's like, these are so cool. Like She's like, Gigi Scarification or something? Like, they're a new tattoo or something. Like a fetish or something, like, right, yeah. yeah. And I was like, these are cool to somebody. These aren't disgusting. So, you know, no nobody's... Saying, "Ew, what are those?" But like, she thought they were cool. Yeah. And it's 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 one of those things where you, where you just kind of you kind of wake up and you you snap out of it and you're like, "Oh, I, I could be comfortable with these. That's these right. are actually kind of cool." That's you know? right. And then um, I I met my boyfriend and he he looked at me as a whole instead of just a.
like like oh maybe you should cover those up or may, here here I'll, I'll buy you things to, to cover them up because right. you're he wasn't coddling you about it uh, yeah. right exactly he didn't baby it. he's just like he's just like I don't care yeah. wear whatever you want they're yeah. cool you know and yeah. so he saw me as a whole instead of you know separating the two because I was uncomfortable with it you just kind of you just kind of plunge into it and you're like right. oh, you don't notice it I don't notice it huh, it's not that bad so that was your inspiration to or, or at least I guess you're being able to overcome the fear because you had that support system yeah exactly it, having the right people in your life can change a lot and so, now you're the support system for a lot, for a lot of that's people what I want to be that's yes. fantastic so what kind of feedback have you had about that um, I've had so much good feedback um, my one of my favorite comments and I haven't been able to reply to it yet but I plan on it because <laughs> um, I want to give it a good reply it deserves a good reply is um, this dad messaged me he's like always swiping through your pictures and my daughter saw that you had scars and she has bad scarring from like I think she's had like chemo or something like right, that sure. and she's like ah you, you know I, I have scars she's like she's pretty and she has scars that's not so bad and so right. she, she felt so much better about herself and so this dad just wrote me this heartfelt email about how it helped his daughter and he just he just said thank you for doing wonderful that. so you know you made the right decision right then yeah exactly and it's just like just that just that alone even though I didn't get any other comments and I, I get disgusting comments every now and then it's like I expected that as long as you expect it you can be okay with it but people also probably want to want to try to you know tear you down because yeah. you're because you're so attractive you know people kind right. of Find that maybe be frustrating. I need to humble you. Right yeah, now. right, right, right. right. <laughs> I'll just slap you down. <laughs> Get off that high horse. <laughs> no. but, but, but for me, you know, it, it's funny, you know, because for me, again, I, I wrote an I wrote an article like in my in my my coverage from Salt Lake City. How we were talking about it. Mm -hmm. I wrote an article where I was like, there is there is this these Christian Megan as well was like mm -hmm. that are doing this cosplay thing, but they're doing it at such an elevated level that it not only is it art. I mean, is there anybody that is doing it this Genuine, because I mean you're a genuine. I mean in my research, I mean you you're a genuine. Like this isn't another gig for you. You no, know what I mean? No, this is. I mean, it, it, of course it pays bills. I, like you know, it's just like anything else. But for me, I, it's important to do your best at what you do because and be a good example for other people. Because I'm right. in front of so many people. Right. Um, well, my my biggest thing is um, in the morning you come, you're you're refreshed and you eat breakfast and you're happy. First person comes by and you're happy. You give them a good, you know, a good experience. That person gets a good experience. The very last person that comes and see you, sees you should get also the best experience. For sure. Just because they come later doesn't mean that you should be any less energized yeah. to see them. Because For sure. They came out to see you. No matter what time they come out to see you, you need to give them that energy because they deserve that. For, absolutely. For so sure. That's that's hard. It's really really well, hard. I would imagine. So. And I'm sure you probably get, get some criticisms because you, you tend to also, like I know you have, you're very diverse, mm -hmm. but since you do have the, the ability, uh, which I think is uh, a perfect option, you do sometimes do a very sexualized uh, mm -hmm. uh, uh, injection of cosplay, which is just another part of it. It's, it's, it's fun. fun. It's fun. Yeah. I, I just try to have fun with them. Yeah. That's why I like to call myself a model that likes to cosplay. Um, you know, uh, people call me a cosplayer, and I and and you know I identify with that too. But I know a lot of people are offended by it because you know they put a lot of work into their stuff. I yeah. I don't have that kind of talent. My talent's more makeup artists and and right. you know changing my face to look like the character and you know taking photos that look like the character. For sure. You know you pull that personality out of it. But um, I, I feel bad sometimes calling myself a cosplayer because I know a lot of people put a lot of work into their cosplays. Yeah. So. I know it, sometimes it offends people, but um, I just like to have fun with That's it. Right. And I, I just want right. to encourage others to have fun with it, you know. And and for instance, this shirt, it's very tiny. 
but it, it accentuates um, what I do have. Um, yeah. <laughs> I call this Australian cleavage because it's from down under. <laughs> so, you know, I don't have That's the amazing. upper cleavage that other people have. So I'm trying to bring the butt cleavage and then the down under cleavage, so that's work all with. I've got. You gotta work with what you got, okay? <laughs> that's all I have. Right. Well, the whole thing is, I mean, you're you're a young, beautiful girl. So, you know, you got you got the the resources. You should be. I, you when should I'm be six enjoying years yourself. old, I'm gonna be like, look, kids, I was hot once. That's right. One that's of right. these days, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be proud of what I did. So, so I'm saying, I'm gonna use it while I have it. I'm not wasting this. That's right. You can <laughs> look it. At, <laughs> you look at it and go, yep, mm-hmm. I was hot. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> well, you don't have to. I, you know, I think you deserve the title of cosplayer. You're putting in the miles. You're traveling everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now, once again, much thanks to Joni Brooks for joining us this week. Uh, I've been wanting to, to have her on for, for quite a, a while. I met her being our uh, voted number one cosplayer last year. Um, and so, so grateful that uh, Joni was able to join us this week. So again, that was Joni Brosis, cosplay extraordinaire, queen of the game, just awesome, awesome, awesome. So grateful that Joni was able to join us. Like I said, when I met her a year and a half ago, we were finally in the same town at the same time and was so pleased to finally get her on. Again, she was voted our number one cosplayer by our listeners and our uh, followers uh, all across our social media platforms and everything else. And so... Uh, but again, like I said, Ashland Starbucks is going to be on the ballot this year. So, and that's going to be coming up very, very, very soon. Uh, did you get a chance to meet Joni uh, at Comic Con? Very, very briefly. Um, definitely had the chance to, you know, sit down and actually have some drawn-out conversation. Definitely, definitely going to seek that out. So. Uh, you should. She is unbelievably amazing. Because, like I said, it's you don't meet people that are that just. Uh, it, it's it's mind-bending how attractive she is combined with. How you know sweet and personal and egoless and giving and all those uh, there there's a million adjectives and it, it would, none of them would satisfy. She's just she's the best man and uh, and and like I said, that's why I wanted you on here because this is this is why you know as our guest this week because I was like you know somebody in that same lane, somebody that is uh, you know that's just very very humble. Uh, which you have absolutely nothing to be humble about at all. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Um, uh, and so, uh, so tell me a few more things uh, before we wrap it up here. Um, so again, so for you as as a cosplayer, uh, talk about identifying as a cosplayer. Like you know, before even Joni said, you've heard in the interview, Joni said, I I consider myself to be a model to cosplayers. You know, but there's those out there that genuinely like they identify. It is their identity. Do you, do you feel that way too? Um, I do to an extent. Um, I've, I've done a lot of, you know, recently a lot of kind of soul searching. Right. And um, did a lot of people pleasing and being, you know, the image that everybody wants you to be. Right, and right. I, I've really, I've really kind of found myself in cosplay, so I've really clung to it. Right, um, right. So to say I identify with it and. I, I would definitely say it's, it's pretty much a part of me at this point. <laughs> I mean, I there's, mean, there's no sep- there's no separating the two anymore. <laughs> okay, so to the same. So like when asked, you say, "Yeah, I, I've cosplayed before. Like I've tried squid once, you know, kind of thing." Like, but for you, it's kind of like Ashlyn is is a cosplayer. 
Yeah. Like so, 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 what do you like? What, what, what do you do? And the answer, uh, among other things, is, well, I'm a cosplayer. Yeah. Now you have aspirations to be a pro cosplayer as well, and and uh, gosh, with your look and everything else, yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, I mean, like the phone's going to start ringing real, real soon because right? of your talent, your personality, uh, you have such a unique, amazing look that you bring to everything that you did. You know, and I'm so grateful that you were able to join us. And, and, and gosh, again, I want to tell everybody the effort that you made to be here coming all the way from Amarillo. I can't tell you how grateful that, that I am that, that you're here. Uh, and I'm so excited for everybody to be able to uh, see the debut of Ashlyn Starbuck as the Goblin Queen, a homemade outfit that is just going to like if, if the power goes out in Fort Worth, you want to know why? Because. Ashlyn Starbuck is standing in the middle of it as the Goblin Queen, just killing it. And that was something else. Like I said, you know, uh, you know, of course, you know, you expect it from the pro cosplayers like Joni and, and, and a few others, but there wasn't anybody. And again, I'm not trying to single anybody out or make it a contest or or, uh, or exclude anybody, but there was nobody that just killed, that just slayed. I mean, the rays. That were coming off of you. Uh, what do you what What do you think that is? Why do you? Why I mean, like, are you are you surprised that how good you are at this and, and how? Um, and how? The reaction, yeah, <laughs> I'm a little surprised. Now, where you feel like that you received more inspiration? I, I mean, you give more inspiration than you receive, or are you? Where, where do you? Where Where are you in your journey right now? Um, I think I I think I try to give back just as much. As, right. as I receive, and honestly, the more I get, the more I want to give, and the more I want to encourage other people. And for sure, and I, I've I've heard other people, um, you know, diss somebody else's cosplay, and I'm like, no, dude, they're doing it. Right, they're, they're right. cosplaying. Period. Right. I don't care what they're doing. That's right. That's right. And that's what so. we what we're promoting here. And that's what you know, you know you'll hear uh, when we have Joni on here in a little bit. Is that the idea is what's a cosplay body? A cosplay body is putting cosplay on your body. That's mm -hmm. it. That's anybody. Everybody's know? got everybody's got self, you know, confidence issues and things right. they're self conscious of. It's different for different people, but everybody's got it. So. For sure. I mean, and even like I said, like somebody like you, and like I said, Joni, who it's it's it is in it's like staring at the sun, uh, looking at her. It's just like it's like how and she's you know as you'll hear, like I said, you know, and, and so I was so happy to have her on to be able to provide that inspiration to anybody. But again, like I said, but the exact same time. Uh, you know, I all too often it's kind of like if the idea if, it's, if the idea is of cosplay is inclusion, that doesn't mean that you have to be. It's kind of like the idea of like I took you on the phone, like like you know, it would be very horrible for somebody to be insensitive to somebody that was overweight. But all too often you see somebody that is overweight sometimes that would think nothing of making fun of somebody that was you know grossly underweight. I was actually you know? very hesitant to do any of the sexy cosplays. Um, to begin with, because I, I mean, I've heard, I've heard people talk about others that, that do them, and there's, I mean, there's a lot of judgment yeah. that comes with it, and implications, and it, it was terrifying to, like, step right. into that world, but. And that's what we're here to say here for this episode, is that, you know what, we're, we're going to say inclusion, we're including everybody, you know, and, and we're not going to fault them just because that, that there are few and far between, because, you know, the only difference is is that there's not very many people that look as good as you do. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I mean, I mean, there's, there is, uh, you know, you have, 
but that's also part of the art of it too, isn't it? It's not that you were just handed this. I mean, you put in the miles. I mean, you drove all the way from Amarillo today uh, to participate, and I, I'm so grateful to you for that. And and I want everybody out there to to know how dedicated you are to what you do. You know, but that's the only difference, right? Is that not many people look like you. Not many people look like Joni, but that's part of. But again, you weren't just born with it. It was like you have put in the miles, literally, and the work to elevate it to an art form. So don't you deserve the attention that you get? Don't you deserve to be mobbed every five feet? I worked hard for it. <laughs> for sure. I, I've earned it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, uh, you know, it's kind of like the same thing. It's kind of like, like, like maybe like you had some advantages, but what if you didn't? What if you didn't do anything? You know what I'm saying. So that's what I'm trying to say. Was it? So I like the idea of, like I said. You know, in some, I also like the freedom in it. You know, like for you, you could say a motivation is how fun it is and how and how uh, how it gives you confidence. But isn't it kind of fun to push the envelope to see just how far you can take it? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all of it. Um, with me pushing it has a lot to do with just like I said before the creative, the creative aspect. And, I mean, trying to keep you know take taking a character and. Um, sexualize it, and you're changing the costume, but you still have to keep with it enough to be recognizable the character. For sure. But still, um, it, there's a lot of artistic freedom. And but there's like, almost like a hierarchy. I mean, like, to feminize, I mean, Darth Vader, there's something feminine about Darth Vader, but you see people out there that will have something recognizable, like, we'll have, like, the, the like the chest piece as a crop top, uh, and then maybe kind of like a, uh, I guess, like a like a, like, like a skirt, you know, something where you could immediately recognize the mythology of Darth Vader right. and then feminize it and then from there take it as far as they want, you know? What would you say is, I mean, have you ever done a cosplay with the, the sole intent of how far can I take this in terms of how, how, how much can I sexualize it? Not, not that being the end result, but I, I want this to be the hottest thing anyone's ever seen in their whole freaking life. Um... I'd have to say it's probably my goblin queen, so very recently. <laughs> awesome, awesome. And, and so, like, so tell me, tell me your, your your inspiration behind that. Um, that one was definitely looking for looking for a character that had the that sexy, fierce, the sexy, fierce badassery. Right, right. Um, to begin with, and then. But unapologetically, though, that's the point, yes. though. You know. Yes, and with. And she's a villain. So. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> so I, t- I tend to I tend to stay on the superhero side. So this this was a little bit a little bit different, but um, again, first time that I this will definitely be the first time I've been that close. <laughs> um, lots lots of skin, lots of skin, and um, the trying to figure out how to keep things in and still have the same the same costume shapes and everything as. Sure. You know, a drawn piece where everything stays put. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's it's challenging. It really is. But that's part of the fun, though, right? Yes. Is the challenge of it. So, so combine all that for me, okay? So, for you to do a character like Goblin Queen, it's an unapologetically not going like, well, I want to feminize it, but I don't want to receive judgments from like whatever. Like to be have that freedom to be like, I want something that's going to be strong. I want it to be fierce. It is a very sexual character, and I have the ability and the, um, you know, I've got the, I guess, the guts to to take this as far as I want to do. Is that is that exciting for you? I mean, that's got to be very. It's empowering. It's empowering. Um, liberating, actually. 
that's, because I mean, you, that's you let go, you let go of all of the reservations and you know, like the fear of judgment and right. everything, and just you throw all of that out and just go. Well, because because I mean, you realize, you realize just in about an hour, you're going to be standing in public in the middle of the street in a downtown. <laughs> Metropolis. I mean, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put the, the, you to the test there when you say that because you're gonna be literally standing in a crowded area in a downtown metropolitan city wearing that costume, fearlessly, unapologetically, and instead of worrying about judgments or or you know is this too sexy? No, it's going to be liberating, exciting, fun, and it also serves the character again because like I said, this isn't the idea isn't just to be gratuitous mm -hmm. the i the idea is to take an art form and liberate yourself and the character using your own imagination right and whatever resources that you have for all for sure um so so tell me uh so, so and i'm excited for everybody that's listening because you guys are going to be able to see all these pictures because uh go to trickykid.com that's t-r-i-c-k-y hyphen k-i-e.com uh, and also, uh, I'll be posting some previews on uh, on Twitter and everything else. Obviously, on Facebook, find us at Tricky Kid Radio Podcast. Uh, so, coming up, what we're going to do is uh, we're, we're going to bring you uh, the song of the week. Uh, but before we do that, I wanted to talk to Ashlyn Starbuck uh, about how she got her name. Um, that's actually a rather silly story. Um, I was um, I was visiting my best friend North Dakota. And we, her and I have the silliest, goofiest times ever. <laughs> um, normally, I reserve my singing at the top of my lungs for, you know, showers and, right. you know, cars with the window up. But she's, she's my, she's my freedom. And her and I goofing off, um, it's literally as simple as Starbucks, going to Starbucks, then getting my name wrong, and putting Ashlyn on the cup and we just rolled with big names. So we're, we just, I mean. What like, was hers? Um, hers was Jessa. <laughs> from from the show Girls? Mm -hmm. No, her, they just, they met, literally messed up both of our, both of our cups and that, so that's what with, they gave us. That's what we were given. So, so you were Ashlyn Starbuck from, from the, from my I, I stole the Starbuck from this situation, right. but Ashlyn is what they gave me, so I was like, all right, we're rolling with it. Yeah. Ashlyn it is. <laughs> but it's also kind of got like a Buck Rogers, uh, you know, maybe, uh, you know, thing. I mean, it, it fits the, uh, and it, it, it sounds cool. And I, I, I will admit, the Starbucks has to come a little bit with the uh, Battle Star Galactica. That's what I was thinking of, that's what I was thinking of. Or is Buck Rogers from Battle Star Galactica, or is that something separate? Um... I'm honestly not sure. Okay. I mean, that's what I was thinking of. It was Battlestar Galactic. Is there some character named... Starbuck. Starbuck. That's what mm -hmm. it is. That, okay. So, well, all right. And she, I, I did she's have... another one of the, the just, I don't, I don't care what you think. And right. She, she's, she's cool, so... What are, what are some characters uh, coming up? Like I said, now, Goblin Queen would be probably your coming up. It's going to be your most extreme. Mm -hmm. uh, and so excited to bring that for you. But tell, tell me some other ones. We talked about a few. Um, I've got... Um, I've got plans to do Liliana from Magic for the Gathering. Um, okay. I'm actually working um, with an artist in France on a lady sip. Um, I'm doing all of the, the costuming okay. and um, he's building the armor and the weapons. So okay. um, that one's exciting. Um, I want to do 
I have, I have a list. Sure. <laughs> um, I want to do, I definitely want to do a poison ivy. Um, but I, that one I'm still, I'm still brainstorming because I, there's so many, there's so many poison ivies, um, just like Harley's. Right. That I, I need to find a way to put my twist in, put me into it. Sure. Um, and so I really, I really want to get creative with that one. Um, and then I want to do Cortana from Halo. Uh, and, I, we, and I want to do one of those, either Poison Ivy or Cortana with body paint. So. Perfect. What you know, we talk about is, I think that I think that you know, one of my favorites that that, that, that Joni does is she does Vemprilla, mm-hmm. and I think that would be perfect for you. I think it's ideal for you. What, what do you think about that idea? Um, it was um for um for this last one, it was a toss up between her and Goblin. Uh, right. Okay. All right. I tend to like the color black better. So. <laughs> sure, sure, okay. So I, I went with that one this time, but. But I like um, that very strong mono color. I like the idea of red. You already got the long black hair. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You would need, you know, and but I think that that would be some a perfect example of something that is strong, fierce, extremely sexy, very daring, challenging. It just kind of checks off all those boxes, mm-hmm. right? You and know? I've, I've had a, I've got a couple of cosplay friends, and um, one of them I met at a con in Chicago. Um, but that was the character that he suggested for me as well. So it, it's perfect. I was like, this keeps coming up. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to do this. It's, <laughs> it's perfect. I think you have you have the perfect look for it. You have the right attitude for it. Because I mean, again, and that's another challenging one. Because like I said, cosplay is for everybody. Anybody can do Vampirilla. But in order to make it do it be you know the art form or for somebody to feel the way that they're gonna want to feel, uh, there is a certain uh, again, like I said, it's not just you know there there is work put into that you know and uh now you mentioned a while ago about how there being obviously with suicide squad being out the you know this summer and it was already harley quinn's probably when probably the most popular cosplay mm-hmm. since cosplay became a household term right do you ever shy away from a cosplay because you know it's going to be uh, very very popular okay. <laughs> For- i actually at home um i have um i have two different versions of harley and i've never taken one now, is that frustrating though for you? Um, a little bit. Um, it's it's a little bit harder to it's harder to be creative with it because there's so much. I mean, so many people do the same thing. There's only so many twists that you can do that's not been done. And I, like I said, I personally like to have some unique factor, even sure. if it's just some very tiny detail. Sure. Um, like for example, my Phoenix. You know, I had the typical you know dark Phoenix. But then people, you know, tap me on the shoulder, turn me around, you know, turn me around to get a picture. I turn around and my eyes are white. So it's those little, the little right. details that I want to, I want to be me specific or um, just something a little bit extra to add to it. And some of the ones that are really, really overdone are harder to find those little, those little things to do. Right. But it's interesting that you say that because I would think that, like, has there ever been a character that you're like totally in love with? And you don't, you don't, I don't care if every third girl I've, I've worked on this or have you, give me an example of where you started working on something that maybe not had, was as popular by the time the con came around Psylocke. and you finished it. The, yeah. Um, I started, I started working on it and then the movie came out. <laughs> and so then you were like, I was like, Oh no, like there's going to be, there's going to be so many Psylocke's and. And there still there still was, but I and she's one that I won't let go of. 
You're, you're like, I don't care. So I, I have three different versions of her. I'll just pick one, and I, I don't care. We'll 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 make a club out of it when we get there, and for sure, get pictures together. <laughs> I'm yeah, not let's make up. it. Let's make it a horde. Make it a group. You know, this this whole horde of you know the, the same character. But okay, so so let's juxtapose that then, okay? okay. Because I want to. I, I like I like that. That's very interesting to me. Because okay, so whereas individuality is important to cosplay to to you and i would say to most right mm -hmm. now there's so would you say that those where individuality is not as important where do they fall on the spectrum of cosplayers because again we're not trying to create a hierarchy here i mean obviously there is one whether we like it or not right. there are those that are pro cosplayers and there are those that are, are not, or and there are those that maybe would like to be, but maybe will never be, and then there are those that could be if they wanted to. Make sense? Okay, obviously you being one of them. Um, so, in, in with regards to that, is if somebody where individuality wasn't important to them, they just wanted to wear that costume or be that character. For you, it's something a little more intense a little more personal that so let's start with it so individuality is important to you so you don't want to you purposely don't want to wear something that you know is going to be in mass or the most popular one but come but whenever it comes to personal taste there are times where you're willing to overlook that yes okay um honestly even even if you take a basic costume and don't add any of those extra little Flares or details to add the individuality. Um, me personally, I want to take that and just do that generic, the generic look as best as I can. Okay. I'm I'm definitely a perfectionist by nature, and yeah, I know that about I you, will, and I dig that about and you, I, man. I, I come home from every con, and I'm like, all right, this is what I need to change. There's yeah. not been one costume that I have come back and be like, all right, we'll put this away. It's ready right. for next time. I'm like, nope. We need to change this. I need to fix this. Listen, you're already a badass. That, that's what that was. What was so shockingly just—I mean, I was just drawn to you because it was like you're already, I can, you know, a badass in your personal life. You're a perfectionist. You're ambitious. You're you're a hard worker. And then you put that into a character that mirrors that in a, in a, in a very sensationalist, where his final tap would say "go to 11 kind of way. <laughs> And then what you have when you combine a badass in their personal life that is portraying a sensationalistic badass in public, you have something really, really amazing, really sensational. I mean, there's a reason why I almost broke my neck chasing <laughs> you, right? You know what I mean? Um, so, so one last thing I wanted to say here before we get into the song of the week here was um, for you, uh, what are... We talked about, you know, some characters, you know, that are coming up. Is there any cosplay that you think that you could never do, or, or do you think that there's, like, is there, is there anything that you have seen? Because I mean, if you're doing Goblin Queen and Ventrilla, uh, and you make your own outfits, is that right as well? Every, you know, and tell me how important that is too, because there's also a, you know, again, we're talking about a hierarchy. Anybody can go to the mall. And buy whatever, mm -hmm. and and you talk about being creative with it. If you wanted to be sexy and sexual, and that was your intent, mm -hmm. then you know there's always 
the kind of the very kind of lame, boring, sexy nurse, sexy cop, or sexy insert uh, yeah. male profession counterpart thing here. Now, why is that offensive to somebody that because you're not offended that it's sexy, you're offended that it's just simply unoriginal, um, right? Is that yeah. fair to say? It's, it's just it's a matter of how much how much work you're pouring into it. Um, even the sexy skimpy itty bitty costumes like like um, a ventrilo or something requires work. My, my, my goblin queen, for example, um, tiny amounts of material and it it was hours and hours of work and um, it's it's really what each person their attentions of you know why they're cosplaying. Um, like I said, I I want to I want to one up myself. Um, especially you know the going down the escalator. I mean it's not at this point it's it was it was me being me. I was doing my thing. Right, 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 right. So. <laughs> but you know obviously I mean in, in the most respectful sort of right. ways. What I mean is obviously you know me enough to know mm -hmm. that you know I have a, a vision for what I was wanting. Right. I had a I had a picture because you know she's a Dragon Ball Z. We need an opponent. I was honored. I was honored and flattered. Uh, so. <laughs> and when I saw you, I was like, you know, I mean, there's a lot of cosplayers here, but I need an opponent for, you know, for the, uh, for Star is Dragon Ball Z. But I also just kind of had this idea that like, you know what, how you, for a photographer and a podcaster, I wanted something special. Like how you, how, how you went into it, how you wanted to have what your cosplay to be like. I wanted to leave there with the shot. That's how I'm thinking is the shot. Who am I going to meet? that I want to be a part of what I do and have them be a part of the shop. And my gosh, uh, you were it in spades. Like, and so, uh, and again, like I said, I just wasn't going to, if I had to fly you down here, I wasn't going to, you know, I wasn't going to, and that's with all due respect to, to uh, everybody that we met uh, uh, and that I met at uh, Dallas Comic Con, whose next event is coming up in March. So I want to let everybody know about that. Uh, it's going to be, uh, there's a few other events happening in Dallas. There's the, the big Stan Lee thing, uh, making his final Dallas appearance coming up for New Year's Eve. Uh, and I'll be at that, that as well. And again, tell everybody once again, where can they find you, Ashley? Um, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, search, just search Ashley Starbuck. Ashley Starbuck. That's, exactly. It'll get you there. It'll get you there. Well, and again, what tomorrow, when you know, the front page of Power Outage in, 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 in the <laughs> Dallas-Fort Worth area planes weren't allowed to land in the airspace because <laughs> Ashlyn Starbuck as Goblin Queen or anything you choose would be occupying that space. Sorry, uh, Dallas. <laughs> that's right. She has come to, to lay waste and disgorge Earth. Uh, and again, you know, and let me tell you, if there's anybody that's capable of doing that, it would be you. So uh, once again, uh, for... I'm so grateful again uh, that you were able to join us this week. Again, look for us uh, on Twitter at Tricky Kid Number Two and Tricky Kid Radio Podcast. Uh, for my host, uh, my co-host this week, Ashlyn Starbuck. I am Roy Turner, and this has been Tricky Kid Radio, and we will see you next week.